0: friends, is Andy Falco Jimenez coming to you live from Orange County, California. And um, I am the host of the California Parent Alliance and the president uh, currently of the California Parent Alliance. And uh, wow, Um, there is a, this is never ending, (laughs) what we are going to be fighting in our schools. Uh, I heard today uh, through a a few sources um, online that uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of over a million, I, I think it was 1.4 million. I mean, I don't have the number exactly, but I know it's over a million um, students have left the public school system uh, over the last uh, couple of years. And I just recently heard uh, additionally to that, that there are a number of children that we simply, we being United States of America, uh, cannot find out what happened to a number of children. Uh, so I, I, apparently you could track the kids that left and went to a private private school. You could track kids that uh, left and went to um, homeschooling and that kind of stuff. You, you could find them somewhere listed on, I guess, an attendance roster somewhere. But there are hundreds of thousands of kids that they have no idea what happened to them. They don't know what they're doing for education. They don't know where they went. Uh, they may have gone to other countries for all we know. but uh, uh, I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if another uh, million children between now and the next school year um, left the public school system. Again, I, I've had to, I feel like I've had to explain this a few times. Well, Andy, if you dislike the public school system so badly, why don't you homeschool your kids? Win, win. And am I going to homeschool my kids? We tried homeschooling our kids. My ex-wife did, actually, and it didn't go that well. Um, We, uh, and particularly me and her, are not school teachers. Uh, We have other skills and other things that we can do. Um, I'm very good at training dogs. Uh, I I can do podcasting, that kind of stuff. Uh, But uh, teaching two elementary school age children, a uh, junior high school student, a uh, and two high school children that's how many kids we have currently in the public school system two in elementary one in junior high and one in uh, or two in uh, high school and between my wife and I we have talked about this several times when would we be able to do this how how would we be able to not only do the schooling but run our businesses uh, do the things that we uh, do to uh, keep a roof over our heads to keep gas in the car. As you know, gas is uh, extremely expensive here in California. It's close to $7 a, a gallon. Um, not to mention how much it costs to uh, eat and feed these five children. Uh, when, when, when are we supposed to do that? Uh, on In addition to having the patience, in addition to uh, all the other things we have to do. It, it's, it's, so if we had one kid, we could possibly do it, but uh, five kids, uh, we, I just don't know. Um, and again, the we have some here. We're fortunate in the Placentia, Yorba, in Unified School District that most of the teachers are excellent and do a really good job. And so when they are in school and being taught by the correct teachers, the right teachers that are really interested in educating our kids, it goes really well. Um, what we're fighting against mostly is the state. What we're fighting against mostly is the federal government. Uh, parents have been uh, looked at as, as terrorists, as you know. And um, they so badly want to indoctrinate our children that although we are fighting it here in the Placentia Open, school district where we have banned CRT and um, we are we have some lawsuits going on right now in regard to masking. We, we all know that masking is probably coming back very soon uh, here in uh, California and in New York, uh, but uh, we're not going back to masking. It's going to be a heck of a fight uh, to unmask our kids. So. Uh, really quick, go to CaliforniaParentAlliance, uh, org, and uh, you can go onto our website and see uh, some other uh, podcasts and, and video podcasting that we've done and other things we've discussed and other resources that you have available uh, on our web, that we have available on our website for you. All right. Uh, I, I really want to get into this um, this very strange place that we are in right now where um, we have um, this portion of our country uh, of teachers and teachers unions and a a political party of the democratic party who's really interested in teaching kindergartners uh, sex education about anal about uh, blowjobs about uh, excuse me you probably want to make sure and don't have kids uh, during this because we're going to be talking about sex there's no way around it because this is exactly what it is they want to teach our kids we've seen it in the books talking about how they can you can give uh, early on, how to give blowjobs, um, uh, how to have anal sex, how to um, uh, use uh, uh, lubricants, how to use sex toys, is, is being taught to teachers how to teach kids, not in college, in elementary schools. Um, and so it's a very interesting thing. And then I'm going to bring you, uh, I'm going to show you a couple of videos. One of them is the, uh, just a, a conference that just went down in Philadelphia, uh, where they, it's a teacher's conference, teaching them how to use other words for genitalia, how to use other words so that they can talk to children uh, in their language about penises and vaginas and buttholes, that they're, they're, they actually had a conference, a teacher's conference in Philadelphia and had them participate in coming up with the other names that can be used for genitalia and other parts of the body, the sexual parts of the body. <sighs> and then on the other hand, when you if you try to pray in a school board meeting, they shout you down, they want to call the police, they uh, uh, say that it's illegal for, for me to pray in a school board meeting. If we want to bring uh, faith into a school the school board um, votes them down. One of our rhinos actually voted down one of our school board members when he brought up the, the issue that he wanted to see where it is that they could fit in the spiritual aspect of a child's wellness, right? We have physical wellness, we have mental wellness, and we have spiritual wellness. There's those three types of things that we can look at when we're looking at a child that may be struggling. Are they struggling uh, mentally, physically, or spiritually? Um with morals Um, are they struggling with morality Uh, are they struggling with understanding you know uh, the difference between right and wrong which again is morality just a a more uh, direct um, uh, subject matter that we want to make sure that kids understand it's it's obviously important as a as a sex crimes detective when I had victims of of crimes one of the very first questions we ask a child is do you know the difference between right and wrong And we give them and we have them give us examples of what would be right and what would be wrong. So when kids have difficulty understanding the difference between right and wrong, um, they can make wrong decisions. Uh, If they can't make the decision of what a boy is and what a girl is, they make bizarre decisions. And then we have to say, who taught you that? Who taught you that men could get pregnant? Oh, I was watching it on TV because they had a person uh, testifying in Congress yesterday who said that men can get pregnant and they can have abortions. A Democrat, a Democrat witness was brought to Congress and they directly asked her, can men get pregnant and can they have abortions? And she said, yes, this is the Democrats that are speaking to us. And so um, we, we can we can have sex education, pornography in kindergarten, but we can't bring no don't bring up faith. Don't bring up spiritual uh, wellness. We can't have that. That's really bad for kids to hear anything about faith or or spiritual health and wellness. No, that is bad. But we're gonna talk about the different uh, things you can call a penis and a vagina. That we can talk about to kindergartens. Hey, Amber, nice to see you. Oh, so in, ask the asinine. No kidding. Thank you, Amber. I can't believe we stuck we uh, struck this down. I hope there is a change of heart. Listen, Amber, I'm going to be working. I I made it uh, when I when I was witnessing what was going on. Amber obviously was either watching the live stream or was there with us. And I'm sorry, Amber. I probably should know. Uh, I can't remember everybody. I can't place all the faces and the names together. So, um, was there when um, this video that I'm going to play of Sean Youngblood bringing up? Hey, I want to I want to look into this a little bit. I ju- I'm just I just want. Be okay to be able to do this and I will get into that in one second first let me bring up um this video and please comment like Amber did please comment let me know how it is you feel if you're watching this and you're on the left and you're a Democrat and you're saying give me the reasons why you think it's important to teach a kindergartner about anal sex and about blowjobs um tell me why you think that that's okay and then and also then tell me why bringing faith into um into the school uh no matter what faith I'm not saying Christianity I'm saying bringing faith in so that we can have a discussion. We can help children get through the spiritual struggles that they're possibly having. Um, That why is that bad and horrible? And we have to call the police when somebody's praying in a school board meeting. But teaching kids pornography, where in sex crimes, if we caught anybody, any adult, trying to talk to a fifth grader about pornography, I would have a case against them. And I would take it to the DA's office. And I would would give them the case of them doing this and the evidence they did this and we would prosecute them and we would put them in prison. Why now is it okay to do something that somebody can go to prison for, but it's okay to do it in kindergarten? This is what I don't understand. Here we go. I'm going to bring up this video and I'm going to play it for you. Sorry, I'm very excited. So if I'm yelling, you may need to turn down your volume, Um, but please uh, bring uh, your uh, comments to the show so that we can bring them up. And especially those of you that are Democrats who who believe that men can get pregnant and can have abortions. I I just, I need, just share with me. I'm interested in understanding where you think that this is true and where it's possible. And it's okay to tell children this, tell me why it's okay to tell children this, but it's not okay to bring faith into the school. So here's a, here's a little bit of video. Um, If you haven't seen it yet, Tucker Carlson towards the end of his show tonight, he, had a little bit better video of this than what I'm about to show you. Of course, I do a search on the internet. It's very difficult to find the video that I'm trying to show you. Uh, I had to go to Facebook to find a little portion of one from um, another gentleman's show. And so I'll bring that up right now and I'll make it large. But here is, oh, I want to make sure. Let me see if I can cover this page a little bit better. So we don't have a, there we go. Almost there. There we go. All right. So... Oh, you know what I didn't do? Sorry. There's something I have to do before I can do this. So I got to it, remove it, take it down. So sorry. There's a little extra thing <clears throat> that I need to do. Oh, the audio tab is, oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> sorry. Um, oh, now I can't find it. That's just great. Why is it that I cannot find it? This is so interesting. Hold on. Oh, I see what's going on. Hold on. I got to copy and paste this. A little technical difficulty back here. It's all my fault. I went to a different page, and so it's not showing up like I want it to show up. Hold on one second. second. We're bringing it here, give me one moment, and I can do this. And <clears throat> we this. hold on. All right. Got to restart. Here we go. Sorry about that, folks. Um, I did something there that um, I had to fix. Oh, it's still not showing up. Why is it not showing up? Oh, righty then. <laughs> Making it impossible for me to be able to show this to you. Um, why won't it show up? This is a mystery to me. Give me one second. Be patient with me, please. Let's see if it comes up, there we go. Look at that, I resolved it. All right, here we go. So let me bring this up to the page. And again, make it so that you can actually see this. And. Can I touch your goodies? We have bits. We have any, an outie, front hole, junk, goodies, package. This activity is just showing us that we have, we have hundreds of words that we can use to talk about our bodies that make us feel really connected. Mm, goodies. Yeah, goodies. Oh, when your child comes into our elementary school, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to tell your child that, oh, can I touch your goodies? That's the grooming. Oh, back hole. Oh yeah, just say your back hole. You wanna have sex with somebody anally, little kid? Oh, just tell them, yeah, you want their back hole. And this is how they groom the kids. They take this terminology and they redefine these sexual themes and they use these terms and they get together as these groomer pedophilic teachers so they can talk about how they can groom your kids. People are disgusting. They're literally disgusting yes they are so that is what they're teaching at teachers conferences right now this is what's happening at a teachers conference in philadelphia i think it was yesterday and and of course there's more of course we have all kinds of things that are happening here in california we see teachers posting things on you know libs of TikTok. You know you've seen those videos of what it is that they want to teach kids uh, in elementary school um, and that was just a portion again if you have an opportunity to go to tucker carlson uh, and watch his show it's towards the end of his show the last uh, bit of his show, show and they went into a little bit of a deeper discussion on what was taught in this conference and they will continue to do this one of the things that happened uh, uh in the placentia unified school district meeting on tuesday night was a teacher got up and and, and essentially said that um that uh, we are against teachers uh, because they because we believe that they want to teach these things and Again, I can't remember everything that she said, but she was very irate that we wouldn't want the school, te- the, 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 uh, the teachers unions and that we fight against the teachers unions and that we we don't like teachers and all this type of thing. We we've, we've never said we don't like the good teachers. We've never said that it, it, we want teachers to teach our kids how to read, how to write, how to count and how to think not what to think. We don't want them indoctrinating our kids. We don't want them teaching porno- pornography to our elementary school kids. We don't want them to teach pornography to any of our kids. I don't. I don't want to teach them in high school. I know that sometimes we leave that out, and some people say, "Well, it's okay at a certain age." No, I didn't send my kids to school to learn about pornography. It's hard enough to to uh, to guard them against what it is they'll find on the internet. Uh, even if we were to take their phones away, we have to still we still have to speak to them and talk to them about what is right again, and what is wrong and what is moral and what is not moral. We have to make sure that they, uh, you know, um, understand, you know, what, and I, and I'm, all the only reason I'm trying to stay away from Christ and God, I, and I really want to use God and Christ and the Holy spirit as an example. It's because I don't want this necessarily to come out as if I'm saying that, that, that my faith of Christianity needs to be in the school specifically and not any other. What I what I want to say without getting caught up in just the fact that I'm a Christian is that I'm welcoming the morality of faith to, I think it should be allowed just as much as um, uh, rules and right and wrong and teaching kids that, um, you know that the universe has stars in it, and that the moon and and the and the Earth rotate around the sun. That, that there's these things that are in our uh, world, in our history, that have importance. Our history, the good and the bad, have importance. Pornography is not necessarily one of those things. Will they learn about that? It is our job as parents to teach the, teach our kids about the reproductive system, about sex, about uh, the morality, about that waiting till you're married, um, uh, about that um, a relationship in, in my family is that it's, it's between a man and a woman. If you in your family want to teach that a relationship is between a man and a dog, or a man and a man, you're gonna, you are more than welcome to do that in your house. But just as you would want me coming into your school and teaching them about sex and what I think the way it should be, I don't want you teaching kids about sex in the way that I don't want it to be taught to my kids. Those things are off limits. But we have an understanding that there is a spiritual faith. Atheism is a faith, right? Is it not? Um, agnostic, being agnostic is a type of faith or understanding or a, a, um, a religion to some Catholicism, Muslim, um, Islam, I guess is a better way of saying it. my, I'm glad my wife isn't here because I always get in trouble about, uh, mis- uh, mis- uh, stating the difference between Islam and, and, and Muslim, um, the uh, Mormonism, um, Uh, And I could go on, all the different faiths, right? Um, The the morality that can be taken out and held uh, as importance is something that we want all of our kids to be when they're in school. It's important. And we want them to have good spiritual health. And so when that is um, done correctly, where a student can honor their faith by praying, before they eat their lunch that should be honored because they're honoring their spiritual health. They're not bothering anybody. They're closing their eyes and they're, and they're praying and they are praying to their God. When my kids pray, they're praying to God. When an atheist decides not to pray, they are honoring their faith and we should not get in that way. That is something that must be allowed and must continue to be allowed in schools. And I'm going to get to uh, what it is that uh, Sean Youngland wanted to do and what it is that um, uh, the school board uh, president shut him down for the, the separation of church and state argument. And we'll discuss that just a little bit. All right. So I hope I didn't get too wonky on you and didn't get too out into the weeds. But I just you got to understand the difference between teaching uh, an elementary school, elementary, uh, middle school, uh, high school students about pornography and the difference between that and the issue of spiritual health and morality, two completely different things. Uh, And I don't think that's just me. I think it's I think everybody could understand, uh, except for the sick people, uh, that, um, the, the pornography part of things, which, which tends to lead always down a dark road of destruction should not be in school. Just like teaching kids about, Hey, you know, there's some good points about robbing banks, you, you can actually, when you get away with it, you can buy a big house, you can buy a big car. Do you see where that is also wrong? <laughs> like we can make an argument that, you know, pornography teaching pornography, because it always, at some point ends down a dark road for the, the women involved in pornography or the men involved in pornography, uh, that there's always this dark road that can be uh, uh, seen in every um, issue when it comes to the darkness of pornography. Uh, that when we talk about criminality and promoting that. Say, yeah, you could be a robber. It would be great. As long as you get away with it, you'll be fine. And you'll get to buy a house. Uh, Drug dealing. Drug dealing can be really good if you do it right and you don't get caught. You see where you can take those things and say, you know what? Those probably don't have a place in our school system. We're We're going to talk about those negatively. And we're going to say that don't do that. And so we're not going to bring that in as a curriculum because it's wrong. Do you see where I'm going. Okay. I hope so. All right. I'm going to bring in uh, this uh, video here of Sean Youngblood towards the end of the licenture over to school district. You may need to turn up your volume. I think we, again, when I talk, it may be really loud. The volume when I record or when I um, stream the school board meetings, it's at quite a distance from the uh, speaker. So you may have difficulty uh, hearing what's going on. So you may need to turn it up. I'm going to turn off my mic so that there's no feedback. And so, um, when I come back on screen, you're going to want to make sure and turn your mics back down so I don't blow your ears off. All right. So turning off my mic, I'm going to be bringing up the video. Here we go. I, uh,
1: I do have a, an agenda item I'd like to, uh, explore. Um, and I just kind of, kind of wrote it today because we are in the month of mental health and, uh, Placentia Yorba Linda has always been a, um, huge advocate for the whole student, whether mind body and spirit well with that um, i'd like to i'd like the board to allow me to explore the spiritual aspect of uh, of our students Uh, this could include uh, teachers and staff and um, we even may make it a resource Uh, i would like to spearhead the research and i would like parents to contact me with ideas and information in which I could organize and present to the board at a later date uh, to be determined uh, the the whole uh, the whole uh, movement, I guess you'd say, the whole, uh, what's the word i went looking for? Here? The whole child, exactly. Uh, this would, wouldn't be a standalone program, but uh, it would provide a needed resource uh, for those staff, teachers, and students that would like to support their faith and spirituality. Um, I think it's a very important during this this time, especially because mental health, is, you know, obviously entails um, spirit, whether it be faith based or not. And uh, I think uh, it would be a uh, an area in which I, I think uh, we could definitely help our you know help all, all of our families. That might be. Difficult because there's a separation of church and state with public schools, and we wouldn't be able to right to This this wouldn't would be like religion based. It would be spirituality, whether it be you know any form of, of, of their faith. Uh, they would have resources in order to to go that direction. I think it really uh, encompasses the mental health because with with all these other things that we talk about uh, with mental health. Uh, Faith and spirit is is one of them. So I think we as a board should be proactive in order to uh, you know complete this and give that ability to not just the students but to our staff and our uh, teachers as well. So I think people's um, faith and their beliefs is incredibly important. But in a public school, that's it, it's not appropriate. That would need to be outside of school. Something outside. Would it be something in which we could? I also think there's a lot of, um, I like went to Club Rush, and there's a lot of clubs that are um, spiritually based, and I think that's a better, that that's where it can happen. Yeah, and uh, students
0: can take that. All right, so you, you, I know it's difficult to hear it, I'm so sorry, but all. Um, Mr. Youngblood, I'm, I, I want to call him Sean, Mr. Youngblood was, was trying to do was to explore the possibility of adding to what would be a, a resource for children to look to their spirituality um, to help them with the struggles that are going, that they are going through because it has been a rough couple years in the public school system. And, and if we were to do a, a whole, um, you know, to bring a whole, uh, I, the, I'm now I'm struggling like Sean was and how to, how to say this. If we're going to bring the entire body of the child to a place of wellness, whether it's their body and their mind and their, and their spiritual, that without the spiritual part, then we're leaving something out. So, I hope that, that that's, that's in the lines of what he was thinking is that just let me just, can you give me the opportunity to look into this to see if it's possible? He didn't, he didn't have a specific thing yet that he was going to say that he was going to bring into the school district. He, he just wanted the opportunity to look into the possibilities of seeing where this could be done without it violating any type of law or Supreme court uh, uh, you know, findings and um opinions that he wanted an opportunity to see where he could bring this so that it not that it focused on one faith. You never heard him say I want to bring Christianity to the public schools into our school district. No, he didn't say that. He wasn't saying that he needed to uh you, you, we can bring these three faiths into our school but we can discount these other ones. He didn't say that either. This was an exploratory um mission that he had say let us look at this because i think it can be very important for us to look at this as an additional thing we have recess for the kids so that they're out there exercising we have pe for that very reason children need to not only be sitting in the classroom and learning but they also need break time to get away from sitting and learning to exercise their exercise their bodies so that more learning can be done and better health while their learning can be um, uh, achieved during their time at school, we all know that this has a bit of been a very important thing. As they get into mil- uh, uh, middle school, there's more exercise, there's sports, and they get into high school. There's a high level of sports and activities, and there's a really good balance between all those things. And um, and they encourage friendship. They encourage, you know, when they when they're off in their breaks, they're encouraging people to to Our children to play with each other and to say hi to each other and to greet each other in a in a manner that will cause them to have community. Community is another um, uh, healthy thing that our ki- our children can do. And then, quite possibly, but maybe not because we don't know because they didn't give Sean the up op- or Mr. Young the opportunity to look into how we could add spirituality as in a mix for this to be part of the healing that many of our children need right now because suicides have gone through the roof and it's one of those things that he just simply want to look he's a fireman and uh, and he's always interested in saving lives and helping our children and i and i respect him for doing that and but no you saw right away that the you know buck of course doesn't want to listen to anything when it comes to you know something that you know the conservative might want on the board and goes straight to the uh, argument that's their separation of church and state. Now, um, in relationship to that particular statement, all of us know, all of us that are educated, the Democrats don't seem to know it. And a lot of people that, that are on TV don't seem to know it, but there's nothing in the constitution that says there needs to be a separation of church and state. It was a, it was a comment that I believe it was Jefferson in a letter wrote, uh, or some, you know, one of the founding fathers wrote, And it, and it, it didn't mean what they're saying that it means. It doesn't mean that, um, you know, that you can't talk about faith in our government and our, or necessarily in our public schools, at least the children can't. That's not what it means. It doesn't mean that we can't pray before a Congress, uh, before Congress, or you can't, um, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of all different ways you can bring religion into a, into the government, you know, have a, have a cross in your logo, uh, that's not what it means. It, and I'm going to read from a paper here so that I get it correctly, is it means separation of church and state means that the government cannot exercise the its authority in establishing a national faith or a national religion. It means that a separation of church and state is on the government saying that they cannot create a federal church system and force everybody to follow that only that one church, only Catholicism is in the United States. No, they, that, that was what they were stating when it got brought up, that they needed a separation of church and state. And um, I think I have it here. Let me just see if I have it. Here's what the First Amendment states in the, in the Establishment Clause. And so this is what it says. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. The intent of our founding fathers was to protect religion from government and not to exclude and separate religion from government. However, now we're getting into the board of education and, and in public schools and this particular, I'll put the link in the discussion here in the comments. But it says, however, the Everson versus board of education of Ewing case, Changed all of that in 1947. That case introduced the term "separation of church and state" for the very first time in our history. So it wasn't even until 1947, and it's only in in, in relationship to the Board of Education versus Everson case in a in an opinion given in a case. Well, it does not appear that making religion an outlaw in public schools was the intent of the founders, nor was it the practice of in America before 1947. The Everson case set the stage for other challenges to religious practices in public schools. Daily prayer and Bible reading were challenged and dismissed from public schools in the early 1960s. Other forms of the official religious expression became legally unwelcome in public schools with the elimination of graduation prayers in 1992 and prayers before football games in 2000. So this is very recent, religious freedom for all. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, I skipped to the next line. Sorry about that. Um, So I think I'm going to leave it at that. Let me go to now another bit on this here where um, one of the things that's important to remember, and I'm going to continue this, um, my research and continue where apparently I, I, I would hope that Mr. Youngblood continues to look into this a little bit further and brings it back into the school board and see, and, and, and to see where it is that we can possibly bring this in. Now um, on this paper, and this is from partners with schools is the name of the website. Let me, let me go ahead and put it in the chat before. And that way you guys can possibly um, follow along. It's a very long URL, but partnerswithschools.org is the place where I found uh, this is a very cool discussion. It's a very good discussion. I'll put it in the comments. It should, should show up no matter where you're watching. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Twitch, it should show up in the chat. Um, but click on that link, and you can find this particular part that I'm going to be looking at right here where it says, The question is, do we want to challenge interpretations of separation of church and state, or do we want to truly make a difference and fully utilize the right to free speech and free exercise of faith? This is important. Students have the right and opportunity to freely meet and discuss faith on school grounds. Our courts and schools have faithfully upheld this right. So remember this, when you're talking to your kids that they do have the right to discuss um, and meet freely. So you can have a, like, I think one of the, I think it was Marilyn who said that clubs are allowed, Christian clubs, uh, Muslim clubs, Um, uh, Mormon clubs are allowed on school property where you can have a group of children, a a group of students talking about their faith and meeting about their faith and even maybe having scripture readings or or readings of whatever, you know, the Quran um, as a group that is allowed. So uh, it, it goes on to say in this paper, so why not work on establishing and growing Christian clubs instead of, and this one happens to talk about Christian clubs but throw any other faith that you may have in there, instead of debating about whether the Supreme Court was right in how they interpreted Jefferson's statement, um, respecting the Supreme Court decision. Even though we might not agree with the Supreme Court decision, we need to consider Jesus teaching on the temple tax in Matthew seventeen twenty-four. After Jesus and his disciples arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the two drachma temple tax came to peter and asked doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax yes he does he replied when peter came into the house jesus was the first to speak what do you think simon he asked from whom do the kings of the earth collect duty and taxes from their own children or from others from others peter answered then the children are exempt and it goes on and so i thought that was really important to 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 read for the time being we're gonna have to deal with and live with the uh of what the Supreme Court has found. But remember that it is only right now um, against that, that opinion or that established uh, Supreme Court uh, decision that uh, teachers and employees of the school and the school district cannot pray or tell children they have to pray or bring in a religious bent into a school curriculum. Now, again, I go back now to, well, they can bring in pornography. That's okay, (laughs) which is against the law. It is against the law to teach five-year-olds and show them pictures of penises and vaginas. It is, Uh, I mean, outside the school it is, Um, but right now what it says is that, no, God forbid, a teacher cannot talk about her faith and, and bring it into a school and say, okay, we're gonna pray before class. Now, um, uh, that, that'll get them in all kinds of trouble. Uh, but uh, children can and, they can, and they can have these clubs. The thing that I think that what's important that Mr. Youngblood was hoping to bring in there is that what is it that we can do to, to make it, children a little bit more aware that it is okay to bring faith into their lives away from school and while in school and, and maybe explore that we need, maybe need to make this more clear to kids. And I think that that might be important that maybe it's not known. Uh, I know at golden elementary on Thursdays, I believe there's a, a, a van. I think it's a van or a truck that pulls a trailer. That is a place where uh, the kids can leave the property, go into this trailer where um, the Christian faith is supported and the children, uh, have the opportunity to learn some scripture and pray and, and talk about the Bible. It's kind of like a little bit of a, uh, a, a Bible, uh, like a, uh, you know, Bible school, um, for, you know, the 15, 20 minutes or 30 minutes, uh, during lunchtime or during a break. And they do have that, uh, off the property that the kids can go, but what about the other faiths? What about the other kids that are struggling? What is it that they need to know that can further their faith or bring them into a place of spirituality that will give them comfort to let them know that all their troubles, all their angst can be given to their higher God and relieve them of some of the uh, difficulties that they are dealing with. And I think that's an important um, subject matter that Mr. Youngblood should have been given the opportunity to explore. Could it have gone nowhere? Yes. He was not given that opportunity. Could it have gone somewhere very healthy for kids? It, it pretty I'm pretty sure that it could. Given that how how um, smart Mr. Youngblood is and what he and he he's not stupid. He understands, you know, the laws. Uh, and if he doesn't now, I'm surely he would look into it and understand more of it and understand what it is that he can and can't do. But it, it's so interesting that how quickly the Democrats that are on that board. Now I know it's not partisan, it's supposed to be, we know what they are. Um, uh, shut it down so quickly. He didn't. Even, he barely ended his last sentence, and uh, Buck was so quick to shut it down with this separation of church and state argument. And Freeman was no different. And then, of course, we have our rhino, which is Maryland, um, that voted it down. Uh, we had we we from time to time have three conservatives, and from time to time we have three liberals. You never know which Maryland's is going to show up to a meeting. Uh, I know I promised Leander that I would give her a, a cut uh, Maryland a break. Uh, but, um, she's constantly disappointing, uh, the people that got her voted in her constituents who, who voted her into the, um, onto the school board that she really could not seem to understand what it is that her, what her constituents want and how, why she got voted into that position. And she's going against them often, far more often, I believe, than she's going, um, in the direction that I think her constituents want. So this was, um, uh, it's a little bit difficult to, um, to get through this particular subject matter. But, uh, I think when it, when you, when you look at it between what it is, they are allowing in the schools and what they're not allowing, it really does seem to be, um, wrong and crazy and just sick that they will do everything they can and they will go crazy fighting against anything that has to do with faith that the liberals and the Democrats and um, I don't know what else you call the others um, that they will go so mad that they become red faced and their veins sticking out of their neck. And like the teacher that was just off a rocker the other night when she got up to speak about nonsense um, everyone knows that the, the teachers unions are, 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 are the essentially the enemy of the parents and the children in our schools. And uh, there's not a person that knows it. Even the Democrats know that and they like it. They like that the school, the school union, teachers union, I'm sorry, the teachers union is um, is fighting against the common enemy of parents and children. Um, So the Democrats love that. But they but again, it's not that they don't know. They're not they're not that stupid. They're pretty stupid, but they're not that stupid Um, that she got up and just railed against parents because we know the truth and we know. Um, that the teachers union is fighting against all that is, that can be good in a public school. It can be good. I know it can be good. And uh, we just need to continue to fight. So again, sorry for the wonkiness in this, but I needed to, it needed to be, uh, be brought up uh, because we have way too much happening right now. And I think that Mr. Youngblood needs to be given the opportunity to um, to sort through the possibilities of, of introducing a little bit of um, uh, a policy of allowing children to, have the opportunity to uh, be uh, within their faith during the times of school and how that would look. I can't tell you Um, how we can make that at work. Again, can't tell you because we haven't been able to explore it because the uh, teachers or the uh, school board members um, that simply hate good, um, good things happening to our children and good opportunities for kids to flourish and and to be healthy mentally, physically, and spiritually, they're just against. So uh, we need to look at how we can make uh, some changes. Hopefully, uh, we'll be able to vote uh, a couple new school board members in coming up in November. Good luck with all of you that have different school uh, districts uh, that are causing, you know, that are still fighting for CRT and masking and, and uh, vaccine mandates. I know you guys have a have a fight up uh, uh, have a fight in front of you, uh, as do we. And so we'll all fight this together. All right, my friends. Again, I just want to apologize for the wonkiness of how this was all brought together, but it needed to be done quickly because there's so much happening that we can't wait. We can't rest. We can't stop. We need to continue to fight. All right, my friends. Love you guys. Take care. God bless.